Hey guys, welcome back to the living room. You're here with uh, your boy Hot Chili. Mo. And your boy. We also have our special guest today. Uh, T. Yep. Today we're going to be talking on the topic of alternative medicine. You want to start us off, Larjami? Yeah, so I I was doing some getting into um, some old, maybe not primitive, but some older form of healing. And a lot of people in Eastern culture, they use, you know, acupuncture, things like that to to alter your chakras and your inner being. To, and one of these, one of the ways they do it is um, the way chakra improves your physical, you know, it kind of helps your metabolism, it helps with detoxification, it helps strengthen your immune system. Um, it also helps things like anxiety, mental fatigue and depression. They, those also um, diminish when your chakras are a lot better. And some of the ways you can um, align your chakra better is through like yoga, uh, certain types of meditation, and yeah, that's that, those are ways that people want to heal without necessarily. What's the book you're reading off of right now? Oh, uh, it's called The Handbook of Chakra Healing by Kalashatra Gopta. What is chakra? Fuck is chakra. Right, that's a good starting point. So chakra is kind of like a spiritual energy that of your body. So kind of like your not necessarily like what makes up your soul, but the inner the inner spiritual energy of your body, like electrical signal. Not necessarily electrical, like it could it could be flowing yeah. just in your body flow. And just I believe it usually yeah, I believe it flows like circularly to the right or something. Yeah. And I don't think it has to do with whether you're right handed or left handed, but did yeah. for a while I have to after <laughs> it's like a yin and yang, right? Like it goes yeah. like counting where chakras where I think that's like interesting because there's a lot of stuff coming back like apparently antibiotic properties yeah. and i feel like there's some merit to the stuff like our ancestors were doing we just don't know exactly what it is we can't really quantify it right that shit and i think that's why a lot of people are against it because there's not like the scientific proof to understand how this stuff is working and why it's working or like, way away from it well i mean like just because we don't know why it works doesn't mean because like we're talking before with the Suction cups and shunning nipples on your body. <laughs> I like even Michael Phelps, like the greatest swimmer, him during the Olympics. Like we always looked at Eastern medicine as something yeah. doesn't work. So Western medicine has been dominated for you know like centuries now, but it's important to know that Eastern medicine has been and like being Chinese myself, I know that they develop things like Tylenol, like basic cold pills mm-hmm. in China because they didn't use they use like natural remedies such as like Bang, and they did more like intensive such as like acupuncture. Targets the chakra, and like, there's just so many. But doesn't that also stem from the fact that, like, like another reason I said, like, it's like, quote unquote, like, the price rise, because, like, American companies are getting the funding they need for research for medicine it up and make uh, generic brands, right? Like, do you think that, like, Western medicine is dominating because the amount to making, like, factual medicine that we know works versus just goes by word of, like, word of mouth? So, I think because Western medicine is more effective on, so if you take a towel, you'll see the, you know, a day or two, but yeah. yeah, but Chinese medicine is very gradual. You have to do, you know, sessions over and over, healing the general process. So, I think um, what you're saying, though, like, the thing with Eastern medicine is that there's, like, they no don't, studies behind it. Yeah, they don't need to study it because, like, they think because their ancestors, are, it's going to work for them. And a lot of times it does happen. So, a company in the U.S. isn't going to study um, red ginseng, for example, mm-hmm. because... They don't like, see the merit in trying to see the profit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because That's if another company is. can just make red drink yeah. under like a nutrition supplement label, then there's going to be no problem. Yeah. Even though it might work better than LPM or something. I mean, like a lot of like 
Eastern medicine is different than Western medicine. The ones that have been passed down to like grandma in Afghanistan. Like, we call it, uh, call it, there's this thing called chas. It, it means I eat like, <laughs> marijuana, or it also means opium. Oh, okay. oh wow. Yeah, it's, uh, damn, it's with a T. Tariok. And that's literally like, you know, when you smoke your flower and you bleed it? And like, over there, like, before there was fucking morphine, before there was any sort of type of like painkiller, take the sap, take a little bit here and there, and it helped them. I mean, that's the thing, like, when we figure out a way to take this Eastern medicine and work its image of us here, yeah. like, heroin, morphine, all that stuff was a derivative of the opium. Yeah. Um, you need it to get another. Exactly. So once you start doing that, you don't call it um, whatever it was before. You change the name, you sell it, you have a way to pop it off of it. But we also synthesize it. Like, there's more, just the FDA alone, like, again, going medicine has merit, is it takes an extremely long time for any sort of medicine to pass on animals and actual testing or whatever and whatever. Here, and you need a lot of damn money. Yeah. I feel like Eastern nations put that profit. Not that well, profit it's not that it's, they're not willing. Like a lot of companies willing, but there's no incentive to help make like the next big drug. Yeah. Or, like populace is starving or something, you know? Yeah. Like, people true. don't want to work on that when they can do it. Yeah. And especially saying like there are ways of healing in there. Their types of medicine are lead that lead drugs to help whatever system. They mm-hmm. probably have some only recipe for medicine that'll help anything like that. Like it's not necessarily like America where you don't have these like in home med- cultures do. So we need to go out and make new medicines to help us stay healthy. Yo, but on the fuck medicine. <laughs> what? True. Honestly, like I I feel healthier now, and this is gonna be so nice. So like, <laughs> everybody used to put on some tempo like. Tylenol has fucked me up more times than me. But it's like, yeah, like a peptic ulcer. Because, like, something Tylenol does, it's like, the more you. And the like, less effective it is, too. The less effective it is. Like, usually when I have a headache, like, I either gotta shit, I either gotta sleep it off, or I'll perform the three. <laughs> it's like, you can do all three at once. Like, you don't need Tylenol, though. Yeah, and on a more serious note, the opiate, the, the opiate epidemic has been good strongly because doctors are more power hungry now more than their patients. So, Instead of giving some covered by insurance, they prescribe fentanyl or like very strong painkillers to opiates. And if you see in Eastern Hemisphere, a lot of doctors do not make that much money prescriptions. I feel like there is a thing with that though. Like a lot of doctors, it's not that they're being forced or bribed. It's just a company that's selling these opiates. They know. Like if a company has a new, they're gonna go to their doctors right, and then the doctor will see and think, maybe this will help a bit more. The doctors and the one looks like we as patients yeah. and like prescription getting the price tag. Doctors are not. Yeah, that. that's not always the case though. But chemotherapy, that chemotherapy, like statistically works maybe for almost all cancer patients. The doctor's gonna recommend chemotherapy. They recommend chemotherapy. It's an expensive process. So if the chemotherapy and the patient goes through, the doctor gets a little bit cut that vacation, whatever. Even though that's a three percent of the time, like usually hard. Um, then it helps. It's not if you're not part of three percent. So like in terms of chemotherapy, it's really a money game for, for most um, doctors who pr- prescribe it because it doesn't really work. But yet every cancer patient you're gonna prescribe chemotherapy less than ten percent. But like chemotherapy is like the worst case scenario, best case scenario. Like it's like it's like your last sort of ass. But I said like when Aaron, it's alright. I eat ass. Oh, but like. What? But as to what uh, Hot Tamale was saying, like, I have a I have a really close buddy, a doctor now. He goes to a, you know, big 
hospital and everything. He was telling me, like, there's just a big fucking between, like, what the doctors know and what the finances and all, like, the account that from the hospital do. Yeah. So, like, there's, I mean, I feel like there's a reason why, like, opioid epidemic is so much bigger here in America than in America. I don't know, like, how factual that is, but, like, medicine's a lot more expensive here, you know? Like, opioid producing company would much rather sell where you can charge, like, $500 for, like, a fucking package or however much that is, but, like, I feel like there's more profit to have it here. And I'm like, we're pressing around my way. They're, like, soldiers. They took painkillers and they just got caught up. And that's the thing, right? Like, I don't want to tell people to stop taking this. Like, I would always say take whatever. But a lot of these treatments taken with, like, even exercise would be considered all. Because if you're taking that with whatever you're doing, that might help you your body, metabolize it. Like, there's a lot of things you put your body. Yeah. That with taken with your regulation might end up doing even better than taking Also, some of the consumers towards medicine also, because uh, for me, when I went to Honduras, we worked with and a lot of these people did not go to school. I think, like, the education did. Very low, yeah. Yeah, so it's very low. So we had people come with major problems, some with major problems, with, like, things such as, like, not even a cold, just, like, cough. And they'd be like, oh, amoxicillin, which is basically just, like, yeah. If they want that for everything. If you get your foot cut off, I want amoxicillin. My cousins in Europe have the same fucking thing. Yeah. They're probably on antibiotics five times a for a cough. Yeah, and they think it helps, but, like, yeah. if you're desensitizing your body, it's not going to work. You're going to gradually become desensitized. That's why I don't want to take it. <laughs> no. Vaccines cause autism. <laughs> Dude, I swear, I saw like a 14 second Instagram video. Like, it has to be factual. One uh, one thing that I think that people expect it to, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Placebo. Yeah. Yeah. Where if you, if you think it's going to, it may or may not physically do what you need to think it's going to work, your body kind of makes it, or like, gets you, gets you what you need from it. Like, one time, this is, this is why. <laughs> <laughs> I was at my friend's house, right? And he had told me, yo, there's lean in the apple juice. <laughs> and I was like, oh, really? So like, I was drinking some apple juice, and like 20 minutes, 20, 30 minutes later, I was feeling tired. Like, I was lounging, my eyes were squinting, I was just sitting at the TV. I was like, damn. And then um, he was the same way. Like, I really thought, and maybe like a week later, I'm hanging out with him, yo, that lean in the apple juice is good shit. He's like, yo, what are you talking about? Oh, and I was like, wow, like, Jeez. I really, yeah. I really basically made myself tired because I thought this juice would be tired. So is a placebo alternative method? Because it's like, we kind of know it works. There's, there's been some studies done, some research, but it's like, nothing just like, yeah. So it's like, I'd like, where's the distinction between alternative medicine and medicine that actually works? So to answer your question a little bit, I took a health ethics class last term about like the ethics of medicine. And something, the reason why we don't have a lot of things is because it's unethical to prescribe someone to with proper medicine. Yeah. So although like maybe they don't know, right? yeah, they don't know, and then it's like they're getting treated, and then like if you in cases one person will die, and yeah. so it's dangerous to prescribe someone pills. But it is shown to work, like on a lesser scale, maybe like for a cold, you know, like pain. Because like the thing with placebos is just that I feel like it's a hit or miss. Because like if it, if it works for seven out of two, does it still work? Like where's like the say. math? It's, it's yeah, you can't put like the just. <laughs> yeah, I'd have to agree. Like, I don't know what's up with my body, and I'm actually going to have to go do a lot of blood work. A lot of, uh, Narvain. It's like, you know when, like, yeah, you're getting stitches and they have, like, their sutures and you have to get, like, anesthesia part of your body? The anesthesia doesn't work. Oh, really? Yeah. Why? I don't know. Like, my, I guess, I don't know, my body's not metabolizing it. I don't know whatever's going on, but uh, I probably get way too many stitches for a normal person. It's stupid, but, uh, <laughs> it's like, it, it never works. And, like, each time they've tried different forms, yeah, it doesn't work, so... 
Does that mean Western medicine doesn't work, or my, is my body? Find any, like, have you done blood work to say that, oh, uh, there's something in your body that's making you back? The doctors don't just... know. I don't know what exactly is making me work. They just know that I'm kind of, like, bad and pain. Yeah, like... Do they, do they just, like, do they, oh, sorry. Do they you Well, for, like, uh, I had, like, a cut on my arm. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I'm legally allowed to say they gave me higher doses of because I don't, with no law or remorse. They did uh-huh. give more juice. Uh-huh. And it, so I don't know what it is exactly that's like my Western body, my like uh, Adonis body, <laughs> not to like uh, take in any sort of anesthesia. Um, it, I mean, it also has to do with the body chemistry. I thought apparently, um, I think it's redheads. They have to take like 10 to 15% more anesthesia. Yeah, it's really odd. Wasn't it because like if you're a redhead, chances are, chances are, you know. No, like, is Reddit lying to me? Is Reddit not real? <laughs> like, I'm not sure, but it just has something to do with the body chemistry, and that's something that's going to happen more, like, that individualized medicine yeah. is going to start to become more and more of a reality. I was going to say, I've heard chicks that are, have a different scent, but you just smell a little different. What? what? <laughs> I don't know why. Where did you hear this? Every like, single one of like, have you heard it too, bro? No, <laughs> it's just me. sounds preposterous. Like, I, don't even, I don't know, bro. Like, you're meeting a person that anesthesia doesn't work on. Maybe redhead, like, they're the brown girls. So it's like, it might never work out. I can't test this out. You know? Also, I think um, body chemistry has something to do with it because the reason why Eastern medicine is so so much, I guess, easier to get and like because they're all not necessarily like the same race or anything. They all have that same body for that oh, area. Yeah. So the medicines that they use to treat themselves, and because uh, the US and like Europe are so diverse, yeah. we don't have the, those root things that'll help us because it won't work for everyone. But it's there, mainstream. There are other countries as diverse or more. It's like Mexico is one of the most diverse countries, and their research costs are not high as many. Well, isn't also because like Mexico has. I mean, I saw the, like, the last Logan movie. No, I mean, <laughs> that is true. Because in, um... Like, there's no such thing as, like, an FDA in a lot of countries. I was in, no, yeah, that's true. Because I was in Mexico, like, five, six years ago. And that's probably why they're asking for antibiotics. Because, like, that, um, that's just what's available to you. Like, you can get, uh, antibiotics and all that kind of stuff, like, yeah. off counter. Yeah, yeah, even in, uh... I don't know about off the counter in Europe, but you can get. I uh, what happened? I think I fractured my wrist or something a few weeks ago. Why do you keep fucking up, Mo? Come on. <laughs> I don't know how it happened too. I just woke up in my hand. Maybe I fell out like went out the bed. I, don't know. I was drunk half the time there, so I, so I went to like a quick clinic. And they were getting ready to like prescribe me and shit. I was like, dude, that's so weird. But granted, it was like an Afghan, Afghan. <laughs> so I feel like there's definitely some sort of like, cultural nepotism going on there. <laughs> but um. Eastern medicine, like, I guess, like, Eastern medicine, I was having, like, a discussion yesterday with a friend like that. So the idea was, like, do people perceive color differently? Like, your red might not be red? How do you... I have this conversation with someone before. All right, let me, let me hear your opinion. Finish what you were saying. That, like, that was the idea, right? Like, me and her had the argument that, like, like whether or not people perceive color, or not one color is actually one color. So what do you think? So, for, for color, like, scientifically, it's a wavelength. Yeah. So the wavelength is, um, the light's bouncing off that for whatever color yeah. it is. That wavelength mm-hmm. will bounce off, and that's what we see. Yeah. But for 
person to person, you might not be translating that way on the same way. So what I see is blue would be like slightly more greenish for any reason. <laughs> there's no way to actually, because we can't see through your eyes. So we can say, yeah, that's blue. But your perception of blue could be slightly different than my that's, that's the key word, right? It's perception. Like, as you said, like, color is when, like, it's light hitting some sort of electron that bounces. And that energy is the color you see, right? Like, that color is that frequency of the light. It's always going to be that. Just because you perceive it differently doesn't mean it's not that. Like, if a tree fell in the wood and no one was there, the sound? Well, no. <laughs> because the sound, sound is the perception of the vibration. It's not the perception. It is the vibration of the particles. It's the No. Uh, sound is the per- it's our brain's <laughs> perception of vibration. That is so then, isn't sound is just a vibration that goes through a medium? Just because we don't hear it doesn't mean it's sound. But which is crazy because our different senses perceive different things differently. Like smell is the movement goes through a medium. Taste. Real shit. Yeah. Yo. Taste is the movement of it is the sense of molecule over. Like, all of these things are just different things. I really never understood what fucking smell it was. <laughs> I just know when I get, like, sinus effects, I'm dead. <laughs> no, but I thought, I thought sound, it's perception. Like, the physical act of anything happening is just an end. It's not sound until we perceive it. No. Until we hear it. Is it, it like, lightning and thunder? So, sound is, a, like, sound is or just its own. Like, sound yeah. is static. But the way we perceive sound, like, music... Rhythm, beats, all Hearing. that stuff. Uh, I guess. But so the way all that works is you take all that sound around you and turn it into something for you. Like if you hear the sound of a train coming, train tracks, you're gonna assume what train is, right? But oh, like, yes. yes. But let's say I had a friend in high school and they could literally not interpret um, music into rhythm. What? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, but it was really interesting because any music, country music, rap, um, rock, it all sounded like sound to him. Like his brain couldn't connect all the different sounds together. All he heard was just like a static. And when like I asked him, okay, clap your hands to the sound. This is what he did. He's like. And the beat was like he couldn't interpret that all together because he heard different sounds, a uh, trumpet, a piano, an accordion, but all that together, he just heard it all as a jump. Dude, that's so weird. Yeah, it is. That would suck. Yeah, that's definitely something to do with the brain too. We learned in anatomy that different parts of the brain parts, uh, different things. So like, for example, um, for example, if people, I don't remember where it was, it might have been thalamus that interprets the sound. So if you have a messed up hypothalamus, then like, you will interpret sound differently in between some of these things. So like, um, a big thing that we learned was smell is not associated with hearing or sense or like eyesight. So for example, if you're in your room, if you, like, if you can smell the fire, you, if you can't smell the fire, but if you can really? hear the fire spark, then you'll know. That's the because thing with sinus Yeah, it goes, it goes to different yeah. parts. Uh, yeah. If you can't smell the food, you won't be able to taste it. Exactly, because it goes completely different. So if it's not linked properly. Isn't there also part of the brain like, it's shrunk, so the chances of being a sociopath higher. They, um, there was a documentary about that, but um, they're still studying that yeah, because the like, research isn't conclusive. Yeah. Because the same guy that did that research found that he was one hundred likely to be a sociopath. sociopath. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. like, have you guys read the psychopath test? Uh, like this one. 
That's definitely a good idea. Like, it's, it's something Ron Johnson, but I, I definitely recommend the psychopath. It's, it's really fucking crazy. I could be the psychopath. Because I, I have these weird ass messages like, oh, somebody's like, Eastern medicine suck. No, like, sometimes, like, I see, like, sometimes I've seen, like, really small, yeah. and, like, I'd say, like, if I wanted to kick this kid, <laughs> like, literally kick this shit out of this kid. How hard do I think I could kick him? <laughs> I could like have like 20 yards. Yes, you can. That's a really like I have a thought in my mind. Like, we'll see. Does it happen often? Well, kind of. Uh, not <laughs> all children. With all small children. With selected. But you just hate kids. Maybe. I, I'm not a small kid. <laughs> um, I mean, went to a wedding of the oatmeal. Uh, oatmeal. The oatmeal.com. He's like an artist online. He has a bunch of these small quizzes. That's just like, how many toddlers can you take on the face? <laughs> oh, I could take a lot. Two hundred? I don't know, dude. Once they start piling up, not the weight adds. The weight adds. Well, after a hundred toddlers, I'm just gonna like. I feel like I'd I'd have too much. No. <laughs> just going through a crowd of toddlers. Oh my god. Yeah, I I think that passes on the second test. <laughs> that might be a sign. <laughs> So okay, another part of alternative medicine which I think is really interesting and which like doesn't get enough credit is like meditation and its effect on mental health. I feel like mm-hmm. mental health is hugely undercut in the US system like medicine because of how like, even if you treat it with drugs and stuff, you kind of just suppress it. You don't like cure it. Yeah. You can only treat it as a problem. Mm-hmm. Um meditation? So not necessarily meditation specifically, but it, it really, meditation kind of just helps center yourself, you know, center your mind, not necessarily focus on one thing, to keep the distractions away. You're not necessarily naturally heal, but naturally, I guess, back to center. Because when you're out in the world and doing all the business that you need to do, you, like the time to rest and to time to like, you know, to do to kind of get that extra boost of energy to happen. So meditation kind of gives you a second to sit down don't think your body gets to clear your mind with your thoughts and that helps you, you know, just I feel like that's an aspect of overstimuli. Yeah. Your brain never really like chills. The second like you get bored and like your brain's trying to melt Facebook or Instagram, you never really like just give your head enough time to just relax. I messed with um I was in this uh class when I was in high school. Like my high school had been classes. And <laughs> I go to class somewhere. <laughs> like a big thing um, that I did in high school was the idea of like, meditation and trying to avoid like terrible, terrible sleeping habits. So it was like, I don't have the time to sleep the eight hours. Like, I have too much work to do from that. But like, if I give myself an hour to meditate, to like, calm down from what I'm doing, that one hour better than like the best nap I've ever taken. Really? Because, yeah, just giving yourself time to like, stop thinking, yeah, like stop focusing on anything. I feel like it should be super important. Um, I didn't read the full article. I probably should have. But they're trying to do this thing instead of time out, like give children time to meditate or time to think on their eyes. Like it's not a time where they feel like they're being mistreated. It's a time when they can think. Yeah. I like can't think. But when I read a book and like my mind is focusing on one particular, like I find myself like I'm much more patient. Like I can talk better. Like. Especially during a school year, like when I never have time to read a book, I'm yeah. always thinking about like, all right, two hours. Yeah, I'm moving around. I can't read a chapter properly. Yeah. On the weekends, even now, like I can't 
sit down for more than an hour because tempted to do something else. Yeah, you feel bad for sitting down. Yeah, really yeah. Like, I don't deserve this relaxing right now. Yeah. And a lot of people feel like, not necessarily that they don't have time to really physically plan, it's like their mind is too active mm-hmm. to actually sit down and take the time. It's one of the things about actually being able to meditate benefits is getting yourself to not think about much, getting yourself to sit down, take 30 minutes and actually just not necessarily you know, think about what you have to do, but cooling down. Cool down. You know, relax. Everything you have to worry about with 30 minutes actually. And I guess like go to bed. Like the Western medicine of like fucking. What do they get for kids with like ADD and ADHD? Yeah. yeah. That's, that like makes you super focused, right? Like yeah. it doesn't necessarily okay. cool you down. So I don't have ADHD or anything, but I've taken vitamins to try to be like educated, but like it's not. It makes you focus, but there are other things. Yeah, you crash hard, you sleep, no appetite. I got so jittery and I got so anxious. I just like cried for a whole hour when I was coming up. Yeah, and I didn't think that would happen because it's literally just bad for themselves. But it's like, you feel like so, like, you feel so wrong. Like, my blood was like going so slow, my fingers are cold as fuck, you know, like, things like that. It's just not super. And And we're giving that to like kids, you know? Yeah, because they, and like, you know, a big part that's a little bit of a tangent in Asia, I've noticed that like places like India and China are menstruating because. Well, for from my person, not like personal experience, but from personally, like mm-hmm. people in China believe in illnesses. So if you have like severe depression, they're just like this bitch is being sad, you know, because like, they don't believe it happened there. So I don't know. Do you think like the right way to illnesses is to like, you know, first of all, accept that it's there, and then second of all, like the medicine as much? Or? So, um, it's the same way in Mexico. Like grandma's old school Mexican. Like when I got diagnosed with my chronic migraine, like she didn't believe that was a thing. Mm-hmm. Like, even CT scans, like, he's totally has this. Like, all that didn't explain the fact because in a lot of people's heads, it's that same thing. Like, they don't understand medicine, so they see the brain as organ. Yeah. yeah. So you have to treat it, like, the same way you treat, like, your, your heart. But no, like, the brain is totally different. The brain is so complex, complex. Yeah, yeah, that the way you treat it is way more one and done. I feel the way we have to treat um, mental illness a lot of is more in that um, Eastern philosophy, like slow and steady. And like, I guess if China doesn't right now, like we have to get people throughout the world to work that you can't solve things in one, like the U.S. approach is super like works for specific things, but it also might not be a way to solve questions, you know? Yeah. But even then, like we're, we are right at the tip, like the starting point. Oh yeah. And then he gave a fuck, dude. Like, uh, like, yeah, back in my first co-op, like a lot of people, they were kind of, they worked like they did too much welding or they did too much of this particular, mm-hmm. which would lead to mental health and physical problems. Or they had a physical problem that led to a mental health problem. They fucked up their okay. shoulder, you can't hold your grandchild. And like, the idea of like, having you mm-hmm. have some sort of problem in your head, like, that's our generation. Like, hey, you know, if you've been sad for eight years, there might be something more than just where you're at. Okay. On that note, um, we're going to leave this for our part two. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week. We want to thank our guest, T, for joining us in the living room. You can join the conversation on Twitter. We are at Three Colored Dudes. You can support us by reviewing us on iTunes. And we are also accepting donations now to pay for hosting and the like. If you go to patreon.com slash Three Colored Dudes. We'll see you soon. Peace.